Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics, and this is your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. You know what? On Friday, I told you that a ton of stuff was going to happen over the weekend. I don't know, I was just, we had three days. Normally, a lot of stuff happens over three days. I'm not really sure it did. You know, So what we're going to do today, do a quick market overview, then we're going to go into a bunch of news points on a, on a whole lot of projects, and then talk about art sales. There actually were a lot of really cool art sales, a few new artists who I have not highlighted. So let's get right into it. I'm excited to talk about a lot of those people. Starting off with a quick market overview, volumes were down a fair bit. If you look at Saturday's volumes, it was the worst volume day that we've had in a long time. You know, gas prices just continue to go higher. More and more focus on meme coins and just NFTs just are not in focus right now. You know, Blur did less than, had less than a thousand unique users, which is the first time that's ever been the case, including their launch. OpenSea did only 2,200 ETH of volume, which is their low since July of 2021. So overall stats just not too pretty. Here is a chart of the unique traders. Again, just very bad stats. Uh, in terms of volume, you know, most of the volume was on Mutant Apes, on Azuki. This is the past 24 hours. If you look at Mutant Apes, though, you know, yes, it did 2,700 of the volume, but it was a lot of traders just passing NFTs back and forth. Someone bought up a ton, tried to bring in a bunch of bids, and then dumped on them all within 12 hours. What this chart here looks at is the wallets that did the most buying and selling. And you can see that the blue lines basically offset the red lines. You know, it's pretty much as everybody trading amongst each other. This third wallet here did a lot more buying than selling, but that wallet, you know, when you look at their history is also an airdrop farmer who sold a ton of mutant apes and certainly will sell the ones that they're long now. Uh, big news that came out on Friday. By now, you probably already know the answer to this. I don't know the answer because right now it's still, you know, 9 a.m. in California time, but Blur is bringing a new project onto Blend. If you look at the past three, Milady, CryptoPunks, and Azuki, Milady continues to benefit. The floor price is up well above where they were over a week ago before they got put onto Blend. You know, Azuki and CryptoPunks, not so much. Both basically had huge rallies or 10, 15% rallies and then gave all that back. So will be interesting to see. My speculation is it might be D-Gods. The reason I say that is because Franklin has been retweeting, you know, some of the blurred tweets about a coming collection, but we'll see what happens. I think if we do get a rally and maybe we do get a rally, but it might be worth fading. I just think what we've seen in the non-Milady projects and Milady got so much capital from Pepe. You know, so many of the Milady people were big into Pepe. So that project has had this double boost. Uh, but I think with the other projects we've seen that some of these, 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 these pumps can be a little bit short lived also over the weekend, you know, Pepe rallied up to 1.7 billion market cap. It's since fallen from that now around $900 million market cap momentum does seem to have faded. Perhaps it will get listed on some other exchanges. Maybe that could be a catalyst, but so who knows what's exactly going on there. Also saw turbo on Friday night boomed from like 50 million market cap to $190 million market cap on Saturday. It's since fallen about 60 to 70% from there, now at about $61 million market cap. In terms of NFT prices, large cap index was down a fair bit. Uh, you had a tiny bit of strength, you know, in Pudgies and D-Gods and weakness in World of Women, Clonex, Azuki, VFriends, uh, mid cap index, pretty much flat, down a touch, some strength in Deadfellas and weakness in Goblins. In terms of our projects, over the past 24 hours, a little bit of volume here, a couple of squiggle sales, a gazer sale, a couple of meridians. Having a quick look, uh, there was a gazer which sold for 12.75 weath, a little bit below. The last two sales were 15. Before that, you had two sales at 10. So 12.75 is kind of right in the middle there. You had a meridian which sold for 6.4, which was someone you know finding a meridian they liked and buying it. So not the weath bids we've been seeing lately, a six weath sub subscape. And then this pre-process by Casey Reese, only 120 pieces in this collection, 
launched in November. You had a two-week sale actually below the floor because there is such limited supply and it is cool art. You know, that's a project that has a reasonably high floor. Second thing to talk about, let's just talk about a few project updates. A lot of like small pieces of news kind of across the board. First, looking at this Pudgy Penguins chart. Pudgies were one of the projects that was a little bit strong over the weekend. One of the things they announced is that they partnered with WME. This is a very common thing. You know, Proof has also kind of formed an agent relationship. We're seeing a lot of different projects form relationships with Hollywood agents. You know, they're getting better at, at working with NFT projects. So nice to see Pudgy kind of forming that relationship. Captains was up a small bit. They kind of sent out a tweet uh, on Friday about the tokenomics. They said that 69% will be going to the community. I think one of the things that people are so excited about is they have the coin meme, which is coming soon. And with meme coins so big and that, you know, captains having the nine gag audience, I think there's a lot of high anticipation around the upcoming coin, which has really done well for the captain's project and the floor price. Uh, they also put in a little video about War and Peace. Who knows? You can see it if you check out their uh, their Twitter account. They also put in a, put out a thread a little bit less than a week ago, but I've heard some speculation that captains will go on to blend. I don't think it's true because they said in this tweet pretty much that they don't really want to work with anyone directly. They basically said, and I'll go to this next slide here. They basically said their users can do, you know, it's a free market. Users can do what they want. Services can add them if they want, uh, but that captains and meme land themselves don't want to do any official partnership. They said it's one thing to invest in high-risk assets. It's another thing to encourage people to borrow and leverage. As the Chinese proverb says, a nobleman makes his fortune in a proper way. They want to make their fortune in a proper way so that the community and holders also win. Meanwhile, basically coming out just saying, don't invest what you can't afford to lose. These are very risky assets. And basically saying they don't want to be a project that like forms an official partnership with any of the big lenders out there. In terms of other projects, Heads by Matt Fury. You know, this one has been, in terms of projects that have done decently well, I put this pretty high on the list. And you can see that the floor price really hasn't been hit the way that so many others have. I think a lot of this is that Matt Fury is the founder of Pepe. You know, I think that you're getting some sympathy here to his other projects because Pepe has been such a strong icon for the current moment. They're also launching another pro project called Zogs. Open Editions, I believe they've launched already. If you go to the Zogs Twitter account, there's a whole map of all the different burn mechanisms and things you can do. I found it a little confusing, but I just wanted to flag it to you because people want to know what's coming up. I think the Zogs thing is, it's an open edition type of thing with a lot of burn mechanisms that's coming up. Go check it out. I found it a little confusing. Wish I could be more helpful. Sorry about that. One other thing to talk about, all right, two more other things. RTR Artifact here announced that they are delaying the forging event that they are. They basically delaying the end of it. They've extended it a few days to May 10th. I think the reason for this is pretty clear. In the current environment, just gas costs are so high that to do anything on chain, you know, you don't want to spend an extra hundred dollars just to execute a transaction, you know, especially when it's something like this, where you're not even buying or selling an NFT. A little bit more about this forging. If you have one of these shoes, you know, you can convert those or at least forge them into an actual pair of shoes. You know, some of these prices are very limited edition and incredibly high prices. The alien DNA, these shoes to get that NFT that forges is 4.2 ETH. You know, so that's over $8,000 uh, in order to get one of these very limited edition shoes. The Murakami DNA is also very high above 3.5 ETH. So kind of interesting to see this. You know, there is a lot of interest in these shoes. We'll be curious to see how it plays out. Here you have uh, specifically that alien DNA. You can see, you know, at 4.2 ETH. So really, really punchy for, for the shoes that you can get through these the, through the Artifact uh, Forge. And then the last thing I wanted to mention, Board Ape Yacht Club. This was a tweet from Cyrus that I think got a lot of virality. You can see 1,800 likes. 
basically saying that there was a trend of people selling apes onto the floor. And he said a lot of these aren't floor, but oh, you know, a bunch of these are floors as well, but basically selling them onto the floor and immediately dumping all that money into Pepe. Perhaps that's a sign that something has reached its peak. Who knows? You know, it's very hard to, to tell how these things are going to move, but I thought that was an interesting trend. The result was that board apes were a little bit weaker over the weekend. You know, the floor got as high as 50, I think in anticipation of possible blend momentum if they did get put on blend. And since we've seen the floor on, on blur, at least, go down to about 47 ETH. Let's talk quickly here about notable sales. There was a lot of art. You know, last Friday, I was saying, you know, that there were basically three or four sales over the entire day that sold on Super Rare. Today, we had a whole bunch of sales and a few new artists. So let's get right into it. This piece, Eyes of the Empire by Drifter Shoot, sold for 9.9 ETH. We talked last week about a sale of his that sold for 10.2 ETH, something like that. So a little bit lower, very cool piece. This one's sold on secondary. Here are a bunch of Drifter Shoot's top sales. You can see he's had sales in that 25 to 50 ETH range, but nice to see that he continues to have, you know, you know, 10 ETH, 90 sales, still nothing to scoff at in this market. Amazonian Dream by Archon Nair. This piece sold for 9.9 ETH. Uh, Archon Nair is a Berlin-based artist says that visual expressions are part of a journey which is influenced by mysteries of existence and how every action emotion and our interconnectedness in a universal scale sets off a chain of reactions the artist's work has been featured in rolling stone vague and or vogue and vice creator so he's really a very accomplished artist i was looking at past sales and archinaire has had sales that have just been massive one over 100 eth and a bunch kind of in that 40 to 50 ETH range. So like we've seen with so many artists who had great sales in the past, the prices have come down a fair bit, but still congrats to the buyer and seller here on this 90 sale. Another piece to talk about, The Accident by Pantoshita. Pantoshita, I think that's how you pronounce it, for six ETH. Really kind of cool, you know, drawing a bit of a, of a signature feel here. You can look at a bunch of Pantoshita's other sales, has had sales in that three to seven ETH range. So this was right in that 5 ETH range, or right at 6 ETH, right kind of towards the high end of the previous best sales that the artist has had. A little bit about the artist. She is Argentinian. She says she's not just trying to create pieces. She wants to do two things. One is establish a very ownable look, an identity through her work. And second is to build a project with many works. So just more and more pieces that tell a story. And I think you see that in a lot of this work, really kind of nice storytelling narrative. And then a couple artists that we have talked about before, this piece Underpass by Brooke DiDonato. So for 4.5 ETH, I'm a huge fan of Brooke DiDonato's work. Here are a bunch of her other pieces that have sold, kind of mix the, the magical with just normal photography into some really cool pieces of work. Uh, three pieces from El Crigo sold over the weekend for 3.3 and 4.5 ETH. This, this work is all in motion and with sound. So another artist where to really appreciate it, you got to go check it out on Super Rare. Get that sound, get that motion going. The middle one in particular really is a unique piece with faces kind of having all this motion. And here the artist talks about how there were all sorts of experiments that went into it before he actually picked the final output. Then, you know, talking about these sales that he woke up, two pieces sold on Super Rare. Uh, truly grateful. He also says he thinks the best is yet to come. So interesting stuff. This artist really has pretty unique work and three sales over the weekend. Pretty awesome to see that. And the last one, the last one we're going to talk about, Blue Sky by OXDGB, 3.42 ETH. Definitely at the low end of the range for OXDGB, but this was a flash auction. And it's a different look and feel. You know, so much of OXDGB's work is about, is about these thefts and about art and crypto art and famous NFTs, and here he did a totally different look at feel, did a quick auction, two hours long, sold for 3.42, so congrats to him for that. Here talking about how, you know, just really 
thankful and amazed that that this piece did so well after just a two-hour auction. That is all from me today. A lot of art, a lot of quick little stories about, about different projects. I hope you enjoyed the show. If I missed something big, tell us about it in the comments. Like the video if you like it. Subscribe to the channel. We'll be back tomorrow and every weekday with another show. Have a great day.